0: Today on Gamerhead Radio, we're canceling the show because we called each other a duty head. Gamerhead Radio starts now. welcome ladies and gentlemen to gamerhead radio if you're still listening you clearly didn't hear the intro uh, because we're canceling the episode but not really um, so yeah well welcome to gamerhead radio I am of course Viking Jesus Mike Nemitz and to my side uh, is my bearded friend goat
1: yep that's me who uh, I'm canceled and completely fine who
0: uh, <laughs> We're we're going to be making this joke uh quite a bit tonight, ladies and gentlemen, uh, because of uh news that we'll be getting to shortly because
1: uh, it'll all make sense here in a bit.
0: Because <laughs> we've been having fun with a particular headline that just sprouted out oh about four hours ago. Yeah. Um But uh but before we get to that, um another slow week in games. Um a bunch of indie games came out and that's about it. I think I think I think a truck game came out. It's called like Ride to Hell Retribution or something. Or it's about like 60s biker gangs. I don't know. All I know is that the gifts nice. on on uh, the website or on the internet are hilarious because you'll be like riding a big rig and then suddenly like the road's not there and it's like you're a winner it's weird. It's just Trust me. Huh. I, mean, I missed me. that one.
1: Although with that kind of uh, explanation, I might have to check it out just for morbid curiosity. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Of note, um, apparently the Video X Games are going
0: on, which I didn't know was a thing until two days ago. Um, Apparently it's a uh, video game tournament uh, that takes place in some big island where they have like fighting games and Call of Duty and oddly enough, like NBA 2K13 and stuff like that. And apparently it's all one big mess. Huh. Uh, like there, there's a lot of weird rules and or lack of rules and then like certain high profile gamers can't play their game of choice or whatever. All I know is that everyone hates it and it's uh, um, been organized by that guy I really hate, Triforce Johnson. He, he changed his name to Triforce. Wow. He was at uh, Video wow. Games Live Los Angeles and I was laughing because I was at the meet and greet table and he was organizing the meet and greet table
1: i'm just laughing at the fact that he changed his first name to triforce but left the johnson
0: he he uh, he allegedly uh, he wears a power glove on his hand right and he's allegedly never taken it off allegedly i have a really hard time
1: uh believing that so your face is priceless right now by the way i (laughs) i I, uh, the, the mind doesn't spin that way a guy changes his first name to triforce leaves his last name johnson and allegedly doesn't take off a power glove that just seems he's like he's even more of a Nintendo fanboy than me. And matches Elfring put together.
0: Yeah. By the way, it's oh, our, yeah, we, it's, yeah, it's, our f- it's our goal to mention uh, matches Elfring. Uh, no, 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 no. We mentioned him four times. He yeah. said we need to mention him six more times. So that's one. So, okay. So uh, we've, we've got another hour and a half to uh, to get our matches in to try to mention him that many more times. Um. <laughs> or, or 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 his podcast. We'll try. Yeah. Either or or yeah. His his versus the net um podcast uh which by the way um uh, let, let, let's do a plug for him this one time just 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 because well, he plugs
1: us every week when i send in questions to him so we, we all i really need to start listening to them
0: regularly again <laughs> um so they're, they're doing a thing this thursday <laughs> <laughs> what are you, what are you that was amazing about. we're doing this awesome plug they're
1: doing this thing <laughs> they're
0: they're, <laughs> they're doing their podcast quote-unquote live um I don't, I don't know how live it is. I don't know how they're planning it. All I know is it's at some place. uh where the Ashbury. The in Ashbury.
1: Willowbrook. In will- Willowbrook. In Willowbrook, Illinois.
0: Okay. Uh, so versus the net live, uh, Goat will be there. I'll be there. Um, Matches Elfring will be there. I'm up to You're like eight now, aren't yeah. I?
1: <laughs> Lewis and Jack Baker will all be there since they're all on versus the net. So, uh,
0: so we're going to be there and be those drunk guys in the back of the bar that, you know. Just heckle, Just heckles them <laughs> the entire time and then they'll heckle us right back yeah but they'll be on their show and we'll be on ours so it, it'll not it'll, at it, the whatever it'll all
1: pan out yeah um which we should probably do a live one sometime i don't know i don't know how that work because our schedules are kind of
0: tricky to get around yeah for
1: the most part well, we, we could always do one at a show that we play together I
0: don't, I, don't, I don't know we'll, we'll we'll figure it out. We'll uh that'll be a goal at some point. Um if any of you guys have ideas. I'm pointing at the computer like they're
1: like they're watching us. You <laughs> you there in the box. Yes, <laughs> you. If you guys tell have, me like, what to I'm this. supposed to do.
0: <laughs> um so coach, do you play anything this weekend? Uh, this week rather.
1: I'm working still working on Nino Cooney. I'm just I'm getting frustrated cuz I'm at that grind point. Where I have to grind and grind and grind and grind and I, grind.
0: I got through the whole game without grinding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saying... yeah.
1: But you also admittedly stayed in every area way longer than, this you know. Is, this is true. This like is true. dessert had been served and they went to bed and VJ still sitting in their living room going, <laughs> Guys, we still hanging out? <laughs> that, that That's still grinding. You just don't call it grinding. Yeah, 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 whatever. And then um, what else? I busted up my uh, Mario Party DS the other day. Oh, in anticipation for the new one this fall, perhaps. Uh, Maybe? That and I just seen it and was like, yes, yes, I want to play you. Maybe
0: now <laughs> no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. It's dig just one that of those games somewhere. where you see
1: it on your shelf and you're just like, yeah, why not? Yes, you, you are exactly what I was looking for. I'm glad you're still here. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I, I, I might dig that up too.
1: Um, I'm still grinding away at Project Cross Zone.
0: I'm at the last level, the like the last one, like literally. Yeah, You've
1: gotta wait. Like, got to wait till Thursday to finish it. Oh. Yes. <laughs> You're so close to making it a month game. You might as well just go the distance. Well, I'm pretty sure I've already made it a month game because I'm pretty sure it
0: came out j- like June twenty fifth or something. Mm. And it's now July twenty
1: something seventh. Yes. So
0: um so I'm I'm probably going to I've already played it for a month. Uh, but I'm on the last level. Like, literally, it says final chapter, not even, like, chapter 40 or whatever.
1: Oh, it says... The, you, yeah, so unla-
0: unless they're going to pull a Final Fantasy and make the last chapter, like, 18 boss battles long, um, I think I'm safe to say I'll be finishing it either today after the podcast or tomorrow. Um, I also started um, Asura's Wrath, which I thought was Ashura's Wrath, but apparently it's not. Um, which somehow makes... Project Cross Zone seem less Japanese. Which is quite a feat. Well, I knew it was like super Japanese, but I didn't know it it's, was it's, like it's, 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 mega super it's the, Japanese. It's the greatest Dragon Ball game that isn't a Dragon Ball game. Because huh. it's all yelling and and, and <laughs> like powering up and tall hair and I, I just did this entire <laughs> level. The entire level, I kid you not, was me and the boss of the next level. In a hot tub being served by uh, very well-endowed women, we're, we were being served sake, and you were looking around and the statues are like staring at you and being creepers and stuff like that. It was... Th- the entire level was yeah, that. Yeah. I got a perfect score on it. Yep, so. I'm going to have to borrow that when you're done with it. <laughs> uh, digital game. Oh. So oh, it might,
1: might, be, might be difficult. But yeah, yeah, We'll figure it out. Um, I'll just, have to acquire that game. Because I've been looking at it since it came out, but it was just one of those games where I'm like... Yeah. It's
0: definitely either a rental or buy it for cheap. Yeah, because it's all it's all quick time events. Mm. It's all quick time events. There's there's no actual like meat to it, which you you'd think so by looking at it, it. You'd think it was just like an Eastern inspired God of War, which on the surface it is. But once you actually like get into it, it's like this sci fi and Japanese. Buddhist metaphor and. And these these people are dying so that they can fuel the demigods and 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 uh, wow. kamehameha and, and and stuff like that. And, and uh, it's
1: weird. So we should definitely uh, suggest it to Dan.
0: Yes, <laughs> we, we we definitely should. So anyway, um, so now that we got our weekend games done, let's figure out what happened in the world's weekend games. Alright, so, there's my list Okay So, uh, interesting, speaking of uh, really Japanese Coming in at number 5 So, Phoenix Wright is going to have its first batch of downloadable content Whenever it comes out here in the West Um, Ace Attorney 5, which I've forgotten the subtitle for already um, Isn't that the subtitle? Yeah, that is the subtitle (laughs) I've forgotten the subtitle already Guilty Guilty So Ace Attorney 5 came out in Japan this past week. Not here, because they got to translate it and bullshit. Um, But they also announced the first downloadable episode for Ace Attorney 5, um, which... Are are you ready for this? I think you saw this. Um, In which you defend a whale charged with murder.
1: Yeah, yeah, I did see that. And
0: this whale has a fabulous pink star on his face, a pirate hat, and a mustache.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I seen that and I just <laughs> stared.
0: I I I I I want this game so badly. Like you you have I see it's funny because like 3 4 years ago, mm-hmm. I bashed the Ace Attorney franchise because I just couldn't get into it and then I I like matured or something and loved storytelling more. And now I can't get enough of them, and now Ace Attorney 5 is one of my most anticipated games. So, And now this whole whale thing is just over the top and
1: awesome, and I love it, and I want it. Um, so I haven't played any of them. I've, I've seen them, but I, I think I'm at that level where you were where I'm like, I don't know. I haven't jumped off the cliff to they give it a whirl.
0: They're really kind of long-winded games. Mm. Um, I mean... It's not the kind of game that you can sit down and just kind of you know play for little bits at a time. It it really is a game that you need to like dedicate maybe an hour or two. Oh, in like order you get to...
1: home, you meet dinner, you play Ace Attorney. Well, uh, you see... turn on the news and go to bed, kind of things. See, <laughs> see,
0: let me put it this way. Um, let me let me let me put it this way. E- the games are broken up into cases, right? Yeah. And the cases themselves are usually broken into investigation. And then uh, you're in the courtroom, and then sometimes it'll repeat maybe once or twice to do further investigation into more courtroom stuff. I always have to play them in segments, not only because that's how far spread the save points are, but because you can't, like, they're structured so that when you transition from like investigation to courtroom, it'll be like, to be continued. You know, kind of like a TV episode or something like that. So there's no way you can just be like in the middle of the investigation. You can save in the middle of the investigation. You're just going to screw yourself. But then you run into that case of just like, was I here already? Yeah. Did I already look at that That rock? Looks, I already looked at that rock. What about that staircase? No, that staircase is not suspicious. I looked at it already. So it's the the case where you really have to kind of like segment it and stuff like that. I think the longest play session I had, I played an entire Ace Attorney game the first time I went to E3. I finished half of it. On the plane ride to Los Angeles from Chicago, wow! And that was only two cases total. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, good games though. Uh, no release date for the West, by the way, for either Ace Attorney Five or the downloadable content. Uh, no pricing details either. Although I would imagine it'll probably be ten bucks because i'm i'm guessing it's going to be a full length like episode like in the game the game usually has about four or five episodes game's 40 bucks so i'm i feel comfortable with 10 bucks
1: yeah i hope it'll be that you know maybe less even five honestly for an episode
0: five would be nice but you know remember in the in the u.s they're only releasing Ace Attorney five digitally on 3ds they're not releasing it Oh, no, hard copy at all, Which I'm kind of angry about because I own... Actually, I only own one on physical copy now that I think about it. So I guess I can't really be that angry, can I? <laughs> oh, well. Problem solved. <laughs> yeah. Uh, coming in at number four, this is, this is kind of interesting. I, I wasn't sure how to take this. So uh, Vivendi Universal, the parent company for uh, world-renowned video game publisher Activision... Has been trying to sell their shares of Activision for the past like eight months. They've been they've been shopping around and just been like, "Hey, you want to buy the
1: folks who make Call of Duty?" And and no one's been biting. No, one, no one's been. You okay over there? No, I just like <laughs> it's just it's a weird thing when when what are you buying? Not even that. When a company parent company is just try like not even like like even being like like covert about it. They're just like, uh, "Yeah, we want to dump Activision." <laughs> You, uh, well, been... you interested? <laughs> they've been a little bit more, you know, uh, elegant about it. I mean, well, you not know. even in the press. I've seen bits and pieces of it. They, they basically, like they're not even like you know, oh, well, we're, you know, we're trying to resize or any, any of those words. They're just like, yeah, we're we're flat out getting rid of it.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, they they haven't really given
1: an outright
0: reason. Although I can imagine, you know, Vivendi Universal bought Activision a while ago
1: when they made before, games?
0: Well, before they. Before they did the whole Call of Duty thing. So yeah. now that Activision's gotten so big, I can imagine that... I, I actually wouldn't doubt that there will be a point where Activision might be bigger than Vivendi Universal. Well, yeah. Um, I know Vivendi's really big. I mean, they own fucking CBS, for God's sakes. But other than that... Um, so uh, so someone finally bought Activision. Guess who it was? Who? Activision. Yeah. they They bought themselves out for... <laughs> For a transaction that's worth $8 billion.
1: Which would be the... It's, it's billion with a B, Yeah, ladies and gentlemen. Which makes sense, though, because if you get too big for your parent company, the easiest way out of it is to just deabsorb and become your own entity. Yeah. Um, Which I don't understand why they weren't to begin with, because they were big enough... 'Cause they had, a, know, heyday. Re- they had re- a heyday. Re- remember in 90s. remember
0: Yeah. I mean They were big
1: enough then to like sustain See,
0: remember all they did before Call of Duty was like bad licensed games and Tony Hawk. And before that, I mean there was way back in like the early nineties when and even going into like the eighties and seventies when they had you know oh, Activision was, like, was Atari a, Atari style yeah. games and
1: stuff like that yeah which is weird that they never that's what I'm saying they've always had these like high points where they could always become their own company and they never did until now
0: yeah that's, I, that's I, like
1: I, bad investing or something there I don't know.
0: I maybe they just needed someone to like guide them with business decisions or something, you know, yeah, or something like that. And they've finally gotten to this point. And it's just like, okay, we know what we're doing by now. You know, we're, we've created the most successful video game franchise on the planet. So I think we can. Uh, I think we can handle ourselves. So
1: until next year when they declare bankruptcy. <laughs>
0: this. Uh, let me just say this lawsuit with Infinity Ward is still going on. Um, <laughs> or the creators of Infinity Ward
1: rather. Um. Yeah, Disney will pick them up next year. So. Th- <laughs> Oh God! Activision's are doing Star Wars games.
0: <laughs> no, because cause EA's doing the Star Wars games. Remember? Mm, there yeah. mm-hmm. So EA and but they're like sworn enemies. EA and Activision. Mm-hmm. So, and then
1: they and do. Disney's God. You will play nice, if <laughs> we don't pay you.
0: Oh man! The mouse comes having, in, he slaps them both
1: in the face, and goes, "You play nice. You play nice. I pay you."
0: Having EA and Activision like uh, you know in the in the same house, as it were. Would be like the ultimate odd couple, you know, because because oh. if,
1: if that ever happened, I'd
0: hope that'd be like that'd be like if the CEO of Pepsi and Coke
1: lived in the same apartment. See, <laughs> in my twisted mind, is I hope the mouse, if it happened, the mouse comes in and he goes, "Boys and girls, we have a great surprise for you. We have now become, become EA Vision," <laughs> and just walks out. <laughs>
0: I, my jaw would drop and then I would applaud and then I would buy every EA Vision game just because it ain't gonna last long it ain't gonna last long <laughs> Um, so that happened so I, I believe the way this works is that a majority of it will be in cash just straight up just like here here's billions
1: of dollars in money black suitcases and uh, black SUVs yeah
0: and then the rest of it is going to be um, Vivendi will own twelve percent of Activision stock, which is obviously not a majority share
1: at that point. Um, but they'll still have their hands, and it's like but it's they'll still, still have their hands in the back. cookie
0: jars, so they'll still get a little bit. Yeah. But I imagine at some point, Vivendi will be able to sell those stocks, and then Activision will go broke because that's a lot of stocks. Yeah, that's a lot of stocks. There, by the way, uh, Activision stock price as of this morning was thirteen dollars and eighty cents. Which, if you do the math uh about six billion you know divide that up by thirteen point eight, that's a number that I'm not willing to come up with on the spot <laughs> um,
1: what so, he's saying is buy now, yeah, sell yeah. tomorrow,
0: <laughs> yeah, how about it um so coming in at number three um kind of a disappointing story um the the, the deficient was it disappointing? <laughs> No, I, I I don't give a shit about Activision. Um so Masahiro Sakurai, the creator of the Super Smash Bros series, interviewed in his well, he didn't interview. He's got a column in Famitsu, so that's not really interviewing. Um that's more like writing, Ed- yeah, yeah. <laughs> Editorial, if you will. Um in his in his uh regular column in Famitsu, he wrote about oh, the the single player mode in the new Super Smash Brothers, and he mentioned that there's not going to be any real story mode, um, and no cutscenes or anything like that, like the Subspace Emissary mode that was in uh, Super Smash Brothers Brawl, and the the reasoning behind this, which has to be it it the perfect representation of where Nintendo is as a company with today's technology stuff like that, Sakurai so is pissed off that. People uploaded those cutscenes to YouTube so that the surprise was worn out. So that people, the first time they played the game, it wasn't a surprise when a new character, you know, revealed themselves or showed up in the story or something like that. And so for that very reason, he's not going to make cutscenes at all. No story mode. Just just no surprises. It's just like, you know, just fucking here. Have it. It's a game. I, I applaud that. I, what? That's.
1: No, I. I no, I. I don't... Hold on. Hold the foe before you freak out and break something. Okay, go on. And there's a lot of things to break here, so go on. <laughs> no, I applaud that because, like, all right, a lot of people have rolled over and died on that. Oh, it's going to happen. <laughs> what a metaphor. But, you know, it's, it's going to happen. It's all right, whatever, you know. And Nintendo knows they're Nintendo, and they're like, you know what? Fuck you. You want to screw up our games, we're going to screw you. Uh, yeah, but, and, no, 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 granted, and, every, and, and, and the thing is, is everybody's like, oh, it's so mean and blah, blah, blah. Stop doing it. They will, then they won't d- have to do this shit. It's it's the fact that, like, everybody's crying and bitching that they did it, somebody put it on YouTube, and everybody's getting punished for it. Well, if people stop putting stuff on YouTube, no one gets punished.
0: I'm, I'm just trying to figure out why Nintendo, in general, I mean, between this and trying to make it so that Melee wasn't streamed at Evo, I'm trying to figure out why they're so anti-community.
1: Because, well, because this is one of their bigger games, and if you keep it a hush-hush, and you open the package, and it's awesome. Yeah, but see, that that might be a valid point. However, keep in mind... This
0: excuse with the whole, you know, we want the new characters to be a surprise and stuff like that. Sakurai himself and his team updated the Smash Bros. Dojo website every day when Brawl was coming out, including the secret characters. So they weren't even secret from his own website.
1: Yeah, but that's that's knowing who the characters are. Actually seeing them is a whole different thing. That's ruining the experience. He's kind of...
0: he's kind of doing that now i mean they're kind of doing the same thing they're uploading a new screenshot for the new smash bros every single day every day they've already revealed that uh through that they've already revealed a couple new stages they revealed Mm. that uh captain olimar from pikmin is back which is weird but whatever um i thought they would have for sure replaced him with a pikmin 3 character but i digress
1: um well he is a pikmin 3 character technically
0: no he's not He's uh, not in Pikmin. 3. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's it's three new. That's it's, right. It's he retired. Larry, and he Curly, and Mo. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's right. He's doing the Star Trek thing where he's like captain or commander. No, and, I I think uh, he
0: just finally got eaten alive by his own Pikmin. That
1: happens too.
0: <laughs> um, but,
1: but I I don't know. This, I well then that makes sense. This is making a lot more sense because I've been watching this story and I'm and I'm with you where like I'm like what the hell you guys? you guys are like walking in circles and stuff like that. I think. This is my personal personal theory, mm. but I think Nintendo's tired of not having control, and they're trying to get it back. So if we put out our stuff, we did it. That's great. You don't work for Nintendo. You can't. Flat out.
0: I I I don't. They're they're seriously the only company I can think of in the entire
1: video game industry that's like that though. But they can be. <sighs> well, okay, all right. Let me digress. They think they can be. Yeah, it, it it might be it might be Nintendo needs to get knocked down a couple of pegs and brought back to reality. That yeah, you own the company. Yeah, you're like the icon, but that doesn't mean as much as it did even five years ago.
0: I'm. I- See Nintendo, uh, unless
1: are drunk with power over the Wii still that 's possible too
0: well, see nintendo 's whole like business strategy because i'm I look at something like this and you know i I agree with some of what you 're saying, and then I think of you know what I was saying earlier with just like they seem very anti internet and like they don't want to deal with the the video game community and stuff like that, and then I see stuff like you know Satoru Iwada, the head honcho behind all of Nintendo, and then he's saying something along the lines of he doesn 't want to lay off employees because he doesn 't want morale to go down. And it just all—it's like, what kind of company is Nintendo? Just to, this is all like the most bizarre stuff I've ever seen out of a company in the video game industry and stuff like that.
1: And, and then I think honestly, that can come down to just being power drunk. I don't know if
0: it's necessarily power well, drunk.
1: Well, all right, I, 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 and, and maybe not power drunk yeah. is the right word, but like the fact stubborn. that stubborn, stubborn, and, and over and and over like eva- or whatever. Overcompensating for their power. You know, because they, they own Mario. They own all the like iconic franchises. Yeah. And they're they're Nintendo. I mean for God's sakes. Anybody who do de- you not even play play video games. You say Nintendo, people, you know what it is. People know the name. Yeah. So I think it's that whole like and, and they came out that Wii thing where we're like, hey, we we changed the face of video games, and blah blah they blah did. blah blah. <laughs> yeah. And now it might be that whole like sophomore slum teenager tenter tantrum. To where the Wii U's not doing as well as the Wii did. It didn't change the face of video gaming by the gamepad. And now they're all like sour milk about it. And they're trying to like, you know, shove everybody around and make them like it. Like they're almost like, they're almost corporate bullying people into the respect they deserve. Or so they think.
0: Another thing that I've kind of come up to mind with, you know, since we've been talking about mm-hmm. Smash Bros. a lot with the past few episodes and stuff like that, is that there's a very different air with this new, with these new games rather than with Brawl. Because remember, with Brawl, it came out two years after the Wii did, and the Wii was vastly successful by the time
1: Brawl came out. Yeah, it was just an afterthought. It was right. like, Oh, here's a Smash Bros. game for the. Wii. It, it was
0: kind of like just like, well, we we better do this. Yeah. You know? With the new, with this one, I mean, the Wii U, I mean, it's not doing badly but it's not doing great i can see where they might have a little bit more of an urgent like mindset with the well, new super
1: smash Bros. like we got to get this general, out so we can actually yeah. sell consoles well in general this holiday season is to make it or break it for them well yeah they Which,
0: got they got wind waker hd coming out yeah. they got
1: super mario 3d world coming out oh well, yeah they got the whole the donkey whole... kong is coming yeah. out. tropical freeze is coming out this this fall yeah know. they, mario, they stack... mario karts coming out next year oh well, yeah they, they stacked they they you can tell they they Stacked the roster for holiday on purpose. Well, yeah, because they've got to compete with two brand new consoles on the market. They're not doing so hot on their own when they were a year ahead. They just they this this is not going well. Hey, Pikmin three
0: comes out next week.
1: Next week, art. Yeah, wow. God damn. Uh,
0: Yeah, I'm I'm hearing good things, but I don't don't know. I I I'll never. I think that's
1: what it is. I think Nintendo's. I think Nintendo is confused. Like, flat-out confused and, like, like heartbroken, because they came off the high of the Wii U, and they're like, well, let's throw a Wii, or off the Wii, and now, you know, oh, we got the Wii U, it's new, it's fun, it's awesome, it's everything you want HD. And everybody's like, no, we really didn't want that, we still have our Wii. And they're like, but, 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 oh, shit. To be fair, <laughs> I, re- I legitimately did want HD graphics on well, a so Nintendo that. console. I did, too, but it, for the general populace, you know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. I already have a Wii, why would I need that gamepad? Yeah, and they're like, but but it's gamepad and it's HD and oh, and now, and now they're just treading water and like freaking out because, you know, step seven hasn't even come to, and they're still trying to make step three work. Right.
0: Yeah. I I I'll never claim to understand how Nintendo thinks, and I don't think <laughs> I'll ever actually understand how Nintendo thinks. I just wish they'd. Be a little bit less like the grandfather that doesn't know how to turn on a computer and a little bit more like the well, almost uh, like paranoid. Well, yeah, and I can understand that to a point, but there comes, I mean, they idolize Apple so much. Look at how Apple, as much as it pains me to say it, look at how much Apple has innovated the, in the consumer space in the past decade. Yeah. Nintendo kind of did that with the Wii, but then they just kind of hit a wall. You know, at least Apple occasionally tries new things like at first they put out, you know, the iPod and mm. the iPhone and then, yeah. and then the iPad and stuff. And Nintendo just comes up with a new console every so often, but they don't really, like, push the envelope or they, they don't. They're too busy innovating and not busy enough
1: marketing said innovations.
0: Well, see, not only does that, they're not even they're not spending enough time actually catching up with everything else. You know, they're just like. Yeah, they're doing that. We're doing this. We we don't want to focus on, you know, like the Wii with online play. Online yeah. play on the Wii was horrible. Meanwhile, on the PlayStation 3, it was okay, and on Xbox Live, it was fantastic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And even the Wii U, it's not phenomenal. Oh, to be fair, there hasn't really been a ton of Wii U games that have... Well, not even just a friending and all that crap. crap. The, the, it is a lot friendlier now in yeah, terms of adding mm. people and stuff like that. Instead of having to remember yeah. the fucking numbers and stuff like that, I can just tell people, it's just like, I'm Vikings Jesus, all caps, no spaces. Yeah. What, and I'm, now I'm expecting multiple friend requests from uh, you people, which I'm okay with because I have, like, four friends, one of which is Goat and one of which is Matches and one of which is Charlie. <laughs> um,
1: which I think is all the way you, owner, you owners, we know.
0: <laughs> yeah, just about. <laughs> Uh, Coming in at number two, this is that story that we mentioned that broke just about four hours ago that uh, we've uh, been joking about since literally the opening seconds of the podcast. Um, So we're all familiar with Phil Fish, right? I mean, it's this indie gamer, developer, hipster, douchebag. Um, Well,
1: and for those who don't know him, you know Fez.
0: Yeah. uh, He's the the brainchild behind half of the brainchild behind Fez. That's right. He's he's the the man responsible for it coming out and stuff like that. He was more determined than his censored, nameless business partner, which he threatened to kill if he didn't
1: sign the damn contract. Which I'm calling uh, Frank Trout. (laughs) I, I see what you did there. It took
0: me a second. Okay, so, so if we ever need to refer to him again, we'll call him Frank Trout. Um, which I apologize if any of our listeners is named Frank Trout. Because um, now
1: you're part of Fish because, and Trout Industries.
0: <laughs> oh my God.
1: This is going to be a thing. Um, okay, so... the hipster, uh... <laughs> forefront, uh... <laughs>
0: marketing (laughs) okay so phil fish um was criticized on uh game trailers um either today or yesterday or something like that by a man named marcus beer that's his real last name
1: well hold on (laughs) how did i miss that
0: (laughs) well his his uh he's better known as his uh gaming name annoyed gamer
1: Oh, okay, I got that. Which
0: which you saw in the picture, yeah, he was yeah, tweeting yeah, yeah, at yeah, and I stuff that. like that. No, no, his, his name is Marcus Beer, which that- means which means out of all of this, I'm really hoping someone writes a follow up article uh, entitled "Beer Battered Fish." I was to say that <laughs> has to happen. <laughs> um, okay, so Marcus Beer, uh, A.K.A. Annoyed Gamer, went on the Invisible Walls podcast, video cast, fucking something on game trailers, and criticized, um. Jonathan Blow, the (laughs) I swear to God, whoever names these developers, Jonathan Blow, the man behind uh, *Braid* and uh, upcoming PS4 title *The Witness*. Um, and to be fair, *The Witness* looks fantastic, and *Braid* was good, but Jonathan Blow is uh, a pretentious douchebag. Um, that would just oh man. So 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 here's the thing. So between Jonathan
1: Blow and Phil Fish, um, market. Are you okay? No, I just... I gotta get it on. It's gonna explode. We have two... We have two pretentious douchebags. You need to start their own company called Blowfish. That's what he called
0: them on the cast. He... he instead of saying their full names yeah. the entire time, he said, So I'm just gonna call them Blowfish, okay? Are you guys okay with that? You know. So he's ranting about these guys, and he said, you know, they're pretentious douchebags. He said that they're... You know, that they start drama like a high school teenager that they, you know, that they, uh, that Phil fish overreacts to stuff. And lo and behold, in response to all of this, Phil fish goes on this whole big Twitter ranting, whatever. Um, and decides attacking, uh, annoyed gamer on Twitter and, you know, calling him a fuck face and saying things such as compare your life to mine and then kill yourself, which was later deleted, but it was screen capped. So it's, yeah. it's all yeah. over
1: the internet. Um, and I I, I re uh, recaptured that on my Twitter feed, so it's still there. Yeah. Um, so uh, and then this all
0: led to um, Fish saying on Twitter, he said Fez Two is canceled. I'm done. I'm not doing this anymore, or something like that. And then he made his, and then he locked down his account to be private or locked or whatever, so yeah. that you can't follow him unless you are already following him or unless you get approved. Yeah. Um, and and uh, later, I mean, there was there was another uh, update to the Polytron website, which I re- may remind you is run by literally only two people, Phil Fish and like his best friend or something. Which apparently this man has friends. Um, and uh, on the Polytron Matt website, Bass. they said, <laughs> "Just coming up with all sorts <laughs> of fish-related last names today." Just like just like the come profe- on, the guy's such
1: a douchebag. He probably <laughs> wouldn't talk to anybody else who doesn't have some sort of sea creature <laughs> last name. <laughs> He probably hangs out with, I'm like, going... Ryan Octopus. <laughs> and
0: Johnny Cthulhu? Hydra? No.
1: No. <laughs> no, Cthulhu's too big. Phil Fish is bigger. <laughs> anyway. Um,
0: on the Polytron website, there was an update that said uh, this wasn't the sole purpose of canceling Fez 2. Um, uh, there was several other reasons that just made this whole thing a bloody mess, or... You know the uh, Phil Fish said something along the lines of just like I'm done, I can't take this anymore. You win, and I'm like, really? So you get criticized for overreacting, and then you overreact. overreact. Mm-hmm. That, my friends, is the definition of irony. Not literally, you get the idea. Um, so I, I here here's the thing. I didn't like Phil Fish before, especially I especially didn't like him after watching Indie Game the movie. I made sure to purchase Fez on Steam for as little as possible so he got as little of my money as possible. Nice. I nice. would have pirated it weren't I not so anti-piracy and everything like that because I legitimately don't like this man and I wish nothing but anti-success for him, which I think is failure, isn't it? Anti-success
1: is failure. Yeah, maybe. it could be, yeah. Okay. Um, well, I mean, he's a hipster, so, I mean, you know, failure's overdone anyways. <laughs> <laughs> well played, sir. Um,
0: so, I, I don't... Feel sorry for him, and I I can't help but kind of look at him, just like, really, well, that that that's adorable. What you're doing there, my, my thinking thing, that,
1: thinking that you're making a big difference yeah. here. My issue with Phil Fish, and I seen indie, and, and you know I, the game was all right. I seen it, I demoed it, I didn't buy it, and then I watched indie gamer, the, you know the movie, right? Yeah, and I was like, no, I don't want anything to do with this guy. Yeah. he's a snivelly little whiny brat. Yeah, no, I and I, and he. That's, it's him. He doesn't like, he doesn't have a public persona or nothing. He's just this little shithead kid in a 28-year-old like, body. He's like you with less of a filter. <laughs> Not even that. Like, he's just, he's like, that's that's mean, by the way. Don't ever do that again. I'm sorry. I apologize. No, I, I at least, am, <laughs> I'm just a dick and I'm intelligent about it. He's literally a kid, I, seriously, he comes across as somebody who's like, Mommy, I want to go to Harvard. Swipe the credit card. And he's like, sweet, I have a Harvard degree now. He's never been told no in his life, ever. He came, he's never struggled, clearly, in his life. Uh, but I'm saying, this is the persona he puts out. Yeah. You know, he, he just seems like one of those, like, douchebag California Valley kids with the sweater uh, over his... He, he, he's Canadian. Well, that explains a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> but he's got the sweater over his shoulder, you know, he goes to the Yacht Club and all that, and that's where he grew up. He's like, what, everybody doesn't have a $14 million home? Oh, you guys suck. And that's how he acts. And then when the real world's like, no, you do suck, he's like, I don't like this. You guys, yeah, and he goes in his room and cries for 20 minutes. That's that's a very accurate description <laughs> of the man. Um, interestingly
0: enough, um, the internet has kind of split itself on this whole issue here. Um, people that are typically, you know, pe- people that typically side with developers are kind of hating the journalists for, you know, um, exploiting, uh, not really exploiting, but like, you know, for pressing the questions too much, you know, that's what journalists do. If we don't get an answer, we press. I oh, know for, I'm, I'm a journalist for you know. paparazzi in a little bit there, huh? It's not so much paparazzi. It's just kind of trying to get an answer. You know, as a journalist, every time I would answer, answer, ask a question. <laughs> oh, and... you're a Jeopardy journalist. That's a great take <laughs> on that. <laughs> I should try that. Kind of, <laughs> kind of like a new age reverse psychology. Um, Brad Pitt, what what your if, penis is six inches long.
1: If, <laughs> the question is, where do I put? What, what do I put in Jennifer Aniston? <laughs> yeah. Um, or Angelina. What, Jolie. Who the hell is
0: he dating now? He, he's he's with Jolie. Jolie. Sorry, wrong. Has been for like half a decade now. I don't know. I can't um, keep track
1: of them. They're always banging each other and running movies and such.
0: <laughs> I, I was going to go with something cleaner, like, what is November 21st, 2013? Oh, I know this one. It's the release date of the Xbox One. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. Reporting that everywhere. Um, but see, as a journalist, I mean, I've done this before. If I don't get an answer to a question I'm asking, I'm going to ask someone else, or I'm going to ask it in a different way, because that's something that, well, you know... Well, the
1: entire point of your job is to get answers to questions. Right.
0: So if I <laughs> if I go to something and everyone asks questions and literally nothing is answered,
1: then journalists, it's their job to... You haven't done your job, and I am cunning enough to dodge your job. Right. So... I... So I should get the medal, and you should talk to somebody else. Everybody wins here. <laughs> Something like that.
0: Um, so the people that are normally on the side of the developers are getting angry at the journalists for pressing too much, and then people like me, who are usually with the journalists, are getting angry at the developers for being so secretive and dodgy and, and, and profane and stuff like that. And it's really fascinating to kind of see the internet split so much on this
1: well we're even split then because i'm on the developer side that's privy information so you're on fish's side no i'm not on his particular side i'm just on the (laughs) developer side not this developer in in general
0: well see i i I come from the whole stance that you know the the journalist is just trying to do his job you know asking questions and stuff Mm -hmm. like
1: that and and but at the same time i okay We'll do this role-play thing, because at the same time, as a developer, I only have to give you what information I want to release. If you want more information, tough shit. <laughs> yes, but
0: as a developer, you should be expected that I'm going to try my hardest to get the answer to the question I'm looking for, Yeah, because my paycheck could depend on it. Well, that's not my
1: problem. No means no. No, it's not, not your problem, <laughs> but it's my problem, well, I know. And, and that means it, I'm going to fight have, tooth and nail yeah, in order that's to get where it. you have the... the The war, right there on the battlefront, where you're like, I need this, and I'm like, I'm not going to tell you if you shoot me in the face. So, really, (laughs) this
0: is kind of the case of the most stubborn video game developer in the industry, with some of the most stubborn journalists in the industry just kind of coming head-to-head here. Um, And the non-stubborn journalists are just eating it up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I, I I have to admit, I've enjoyed just sitting back and watching this whole thing, even though I'm... You know, I, okay. I'm I'm firmly on the side of just like, well, Phil Fish can't take criticism. He's in the business of designing things that the public buys. If he yeah. can't take criticism, he's in the wrong oh, business.
1: Yeah. Um, which has all got blown out of proportion. It's, like I guess it's just a snivelly little brat not getting his way at, on a much larger table than he's used to.
0: Right. Yeah. I I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how this is. Uh, there are some. Um, there are some rumors that Fish is just doing this for publicity. However, my history with watching how the man works and stuff like that is once he says he's going to do something, he sticks to it. Yeah. Um, except for the release date to Fez, but that's a whole different story. Um, no, Fez 2 will come out. I, I don't
1: know. I do Not Not on will... time. Not anytime soon. I don't, I don't
0: know if it will, because I, I think he will legitimately, like, see, even I was kind of disappointed. I didn't, I haven't played the first Fez, uh, yet, by the way. Um, but I'm really interested... I, I really kind of wanted him to make something different. Like, his whole, like, you know, thing about being this creative person and, you know, creating that kind of game that people will remember forever and just like... And then he makes a sequel. And I'm like, really? That uh, Making a sequel is, like, one of the worst... One of the biggest things that indie developers argue against because they think it lacks creativity or originality or some other bullshit like that. Which is why you see... Uh, developers like Team Meat, they haven't made a sequel to any of their games whatsoever. You know, they, well, made, yeah. they made Super Meat Boy, and then they made uh, The Binding of Isaac, and now they're working on Mugenics and stuff like that. And look at Jonathan Blow. He made Braid, and he's making The Witness. He'll probably make fucking, you know, a spiritual
1: successor to Myst after this. Well, so. yeah, yeah. But those are actual developers. I think Phil Fish just needs to make a house payment, <laughs> and the Fez money's running out. So Fez 2 will come uh i don't know i i i i still don't feel sorry for him Uh, i don't either
0: but i'm I'm still going to laugh at whatever i'm watching here (laughs) uh so coming in number one the only bigger story this week that uh kind of worked out um so the xbox one has been under fire for quite a while about indie developers um speaking of fez um and stuff like that um so there was this whole big thing where, you know, no one knew how indie games were going to be published on the Xbox One. And, you know, it wasn't exactly friendly on the Xbox 360 because they were banished to their own little corner. And, you know, and and indie developers had to pay through the nose for updates and certification and stuff like that. It was horrible. It was such a closed system. But now, Microsoft has confirmed that the Xbox One will allow self-publishing, not on day one. Sometime at a later date, you'll probably have to upload something. Um, the Indie Channel. Some kind of, yeah, the Indie Channel. Um, well, that'd be the easiest way to do it. Well, I, they probably just have to unlock some kind of functionality in order to self-publish and stuff like that, so yeah. that you can... Um, you know, do whatever. Flip but, the switch. But interestingly enough, uh, Microsoft also said that every single Xbox One will act as a development kit, which means L- let me let me let me tell you guys a quick story here. So when I first started writing for Examiner so many years ago, one of the cr- I learned that one of the crown jewels of any video game journalist's collection is a debug console. Which is basically just a console that you can literally like go into, you know, like the code of a game and stuff like that, and just mess with stuff. You know, kind of like a PC, but you know, with an Xbox
1: branding on it, almost. Oh well, yeah, yeah. So you can go and fix code and stuff like that. Right. These are these are also how like
0: these are also how like development kits work, and this is all, also how like review codes work and stuff mm-hmm. like that for a lot of journalist stuff. This is kind of the same thing. Debug units cost a lot of money. A lot of money. Like debug unit, debug Xbox 360s um, cost like two grand. Yeah, I'm not even kidding. Like they debuted at 400 bucks. The debug units cost two grand. The fact that every single consumer Xbox One, starting at 500 bucks, gets you access to the development tools and stuff like that, and you know the self publishing and stuff like that. I have to admit that really cool. Because that means like if you and I really wanted to buckle down and make a game probably enlist charlie's help on it Mm. we could
1: well we're going to now
0: i don't know yeah (laughs) i don't know if uh, i know you and i don't know anything about that kind of stuff i don't know if charlie
1: knows video game programming or not oh i'm sure we could find somebody (laughs) yeah but 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 oh well i don't know there needs to be an 8-bit goat and vj versus the world game (laughs) (laughs) I, i don't know if that'd work out very well yeah, a guy with the beard and a sword. We'll, the look, we'll look, we'll look at
0: we'll look at sales numbers a a, a year later and it's just like, "Hey, we sold six copies." I how bought many, four. How many, <laughs> I was going to say, how many comps did we give out? Seven. So we sold what? <laughs> so someone didn't redeem their comped copy. Um which would be really weird. Um I think this is really cool, um, personally, of Microsoft to do and stuff like that. I, and I have to admit, the, literally the only thing keeping me between uh, Sony and Microsoft, this next console generation, is the fact that the PS4 is just that much cheaper.
1: That and the games are... I, I'm leaning towards PS4 because the, the catalog launch catalog is a lot better. For me, personally.
0: Yeah, I mean, we, we still don't know full launch titles for both of them, but, you know, for each... Really? Even, uh, even Forza's not tipping you over to the Xbox side? We've been over this. You're, you're, Forza's not bringing too much innovation for you anymore. No, I mean, I can get Forza whenever I want.
1: I don't need it right now. Yeah. You know, Fable 4 would be more something that I'd run out and be like, gimme, now. You hear that, Microsoft? <laughs> you, you want this man's purchase on
0: day one. You better put out a Fable 4 pretty darn quick. Yeah. Because, I
1: mean, as it is for me right now, I'm going to wait to the games I want to come out, and then I'll get the system they're on. I don't need the system to sit there and collect dust and wait for the games to come do it. I'll wait for the games to come out and then pick up the box. Yeah,
0: I I, I need the games to come out. Mm-hmm. I, I, I need the I need the things to come out and then they'll collect dust and then I'll buy games <laughs> months down the line because
1: that's who I am. By the way, um this is just we're talk- t- a little emblem that says day one. Yeah, I do. Uh-huh. I do this is day six hundred and fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm gonna buy it in like February. <laughs> so it'll be completely wrong. What? <laughs> <laughs> Going
0: to engrave my own controller with day six fourteen. What does that mean? It's Nothing. it's only like day twelve. I'm just like, oh, it's from the future. Limited edition, one time only. Slap a DeLorean sticker on the side of it. Right <laughs> day. Um, while we're talking about next gen consoles, there was this really neat uh, comparison video between the launch PS3, so the PS3 Fat, so the one that I have. I you don't have. You have the spring. no. Um, Adrian has one though. Bubbles. Yeah. Um. Between the launch PS3 and the PS4. And the PS4 is tiny. Like, tiny. Like, well, yeah, they learned.
1: You, you know how many murders were probably taken out or like, <laughs> handled with that thing? Good God, that thing came out, I was like, you where did, are you supposed to put that? You did indeed need a crane
0: and a parking permit in order to move <laughs> the PS3 around. But, yeah, I'm just surprised. Like, I mean, I'm, it, it looked like it's a little bit smaller than my laptop here. Yeah. That's insane. That awesome, makes, but insane. sense.
1: Hey, technology's gotten smaller and then, then i and then i'm looking at like and i've ran into problems when the ps3 came out and a lot of my friends got the fat mm. there were legitimate issues with it not fitting in standard holes in in entertainment centers oh yeah yeah so which playstation's learned yeah so uh so that but was... the xbox i think that that thing's pretty tall
0: it is there was the, someone has someone put together a two scale like comparison video mm-hmm. not video uh picture with the xbox three sixty the xbox one the p s three and the p s four uh the xbox one is very
1: large boxy. But the Xbox has always been big. Even the original Xbox, it was like, whoa. The original big. Xbox was a tank, okay? It literally, I mean, I, the I don't know. not I, much less of a I don't tank. Know,
0: I don't know if I ever showed you the video of uh, me and a couple friends, including Taylor, uh, actually burning the original Xbox, giving it a Viking funeral. I'll need to... Uh, yeah. I have a feeling I'll need to show you that on the break here. <laughs> um,
1: How does one miss that video?
0: With the, uh, I, I tried putting it off because we tried recording music and I couldn't hear the drummer and the drummer wasn't good and stuff like that oh. and, and stuff like that. So um but anyway, so yeah, the Xbox 1 is very large, but I've already I, I'm going to stack like the Xbox 1 and on top of that is going go to go the PS4 and on top of that is going go to go the Wii U um on my shelves and stuff because that then that, there'll be a next gen sandwich. Nice, nice and and i hope none of them will overheat but anyway um <laughs> or topple or topple no they're, they're the xbox one is big enough to i could almost put the wii u and the uh the ps4 side by side on top of the xbox one Wow. yeah it's that big um or the others are that small rather um so that's what happened this week in games um and since we were talking enough about the whole fez situation i've got something on my mind here <coughs> Are you? Yes. Goat. Public. Fish died, etc. Uh, oh, the th- the things you guys miss between you know between segments and stuff like that, which I really should try recording at some point. Um. So I I kind of wanted to touch on you know th- this whole thing with Phil Fish and you know him you know being him and canceling a whole game just because eh, that guy doesn't like me you know. Um, that whole thing. Little bitch syndrome. Um, so, what? Uh, some, something's kind of, you know, gotten on my mind. You know, uh, Cliff Blazinski, uh better known as Cliffy B, or Dude Huge, if you really want to uh, be old school there. That used to be his nickname somewhere. I don't know where. I don't know how it came about. I want to meet but,
1: the woman but... who gave him that name.
0: <laughs> uh, probably his wife?
1: No, probably uh, not. Probably not. Um, no, she calls him Mr. Bank. <laughs>
0: He, he does have like eight Lamborghinis. Yeah, all yeah. that gears. So definitely, money. dude. That, huge that, did not come that, from his wife. All that gears of war money. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Cliff Lazinski has been kind of defending Phil Fish on Twitter with this whole thing, saying that you know the world needs more people like him and stuff like that. And I can't tell if that's, I can't tell if that's Cliff like trolling everyone or if he legitimately thinks that or. I can't tell if Cliff is also a douchebag, and I'm see I'm kind of in a weird spot because Cliff is best friends with Tommy Tallarico, and that, that's that's
1: I don't know how to approach that whole triangle, but um, I don't know. I think Cliff's having some fun, and I think he means people need more people like Phil Fish because he has eight Lamborghinis that need to be washed. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't that know. That seems like there, somebody who would hang out with Tommy. There,
0: there is okay. a there is a famous. Uh, there's a famous picture floating around the internet of Cliffy B and Phil Fish, both of them just flipping off whoever was taking the picture. And it's actually a, it's actually quite an amusing picture because Phil Fish looks like a Muppet. Um, he is a Muppet.
1: He is a Muppet? Yeah, they wrote that song in that movie for him. Am I a Muppet or am I a man? <laughs> and it's actually answered at the end of it, he's a Muppet. Oh, okay. yeah. Uh, that, that, that... Jim Henson actually owns Phil Fish. Uh, uh, Jim Jim Henson's dead. Oh, sorry, Brian Henson. <laughs> <laughs> That's better. Still, Jim Henson Productions.
0: <laughs> um, so I, I'm I'm kind of struggling with myself with thinking about is Phil Fish's attitude something that we really should be more accepting of in the video game industry, or is it something that you know, uh, is it kind of like an avant-garde kind of way of being a developer and stuff like that? Or is this just kind of like how video game development is going to be? Is it good that it's, you know, he's trying to get around PR speak and stuff like that, but at the same time, he's literally lashing out at the very people that are putting money in his pockets. Is this something that maybe we should be a little bit more lenient about? Is it something that, you know, being in the public eye and, you know, stuff like that, is is it something that Fish should find a way to control himself about i'm I'm kind of struggling with this because i'm see i've literally not seen Twitter so split on this since like i don't know like the p s four or something yeah it, it's it's, yeah. it's it's quite a conundrum that i've kind of come up with myself um i i i admire Phil fish for speaking his mind and things like that but see the bad thing about being in the being in a public business and doing something where um, you sell things to the public is that you need to be able to take criticism i mean you and I go through it with the music industry I've gone through it with the journalism industry and stuff like that journalism industry which seems like an odd combination of words but whatever um i mean we breathe in you know career paths that are almost nothing but criticism so you're know, kissing and and a little bit of ass kissing.
1: A little bit. That's probably why your sales are down.
0: Parker Piper.
1: Sh- <laughs> <laughs> um so I mean it's see all right. All right, here we go. So here's here's and I and I'm with you on this to a degree. But at the same time, I think this is going to be how the indie world is going to turn into. You know what I'm saying? 'Cause like it's the independent part of it where they can do whatever the hell they want and they can, you know, be a dick and still sell games and people like that because they're you know, they're not the machine. I don't think this will ever bleed into the machine. Like the big boys will always play pro quo and, and you know, play nice and kiss our asses and make us feel all warm and squishy when we buy their games. But the, <laughs> the Indian, they have a presents PR department. An interesting image. Yeah. But they have you know, they have a PR department on the on the big side. With the indie side, it's that you know it's kind of like, for us, it's the independent part of it where we can put out whatever the hell we want. You don't like it, great. I'm gonna still put it out, yeah. And I don't care because these four people do like it. So you know you can go, fuck a fish. <laughs> no, don't do that. I'm pretty sure that's what he's looking for. Oh, um,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you know what I'm saying. He's just looking to be that rock star developer. Well, see here. Here's the thing.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. Not Rockstar. Yeah, I know. Just the way you said (laughs) it. I was like, no, he'll never work for Rockstar. No, no. He lacks a sense of humor. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No kidding. Well, see, here's the thing about indie developers, though, is that 90% of indie developers, you talk to them, you see them, you follow them on Twitter, they're... These hipster douchebags that are like, oh, Bioshock Infinite? That's horrible. You know, the, the 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 racist undertones with the, you know, trying to make me feel clever about choosing, bl- you know, a black person over a white person, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm like, dude, you're thinking way too hard about this to find something negative about a game oh. that's
1: universally praised. And, and all that is is uh, let, let me translate for you. They're jealous. Um, they made thirty million dollars and I made thirty dollars. <laughs> Their jealous. game sucks. They're, they're, they're jealous. <laughs> it's just a hipster thing. They're all like. That's just the hipster world.
0: See, l- l- let me let me run down. Uh, let me r- run down some of these. You know, we've already talked about Phil Fish and how he hates anything, um, including. But he blows uh, not far behind. Probably him. himself. <laughs> his his blowfish, <laughs> uh, blowfish compadre is not far behind him. Um, is saying things such as, like, you know, when Braid was coming out, he looked at every other game. He's just like, this is so boring to me. It's like, really? That's fucking Batman. You're saying Batman is boring to you? Okay, dude. Whatever. Um, so one half of Team Meet the bald guy, not the, uh, metalhead guy. Um, cause there's two of them. I, I know. I know. The, I know. The, the, the metalhead one is Edmund McMillan. I don't remember the other guy's name because I don't like him.
1: Um, the other guy the
0: other guy the bald guy the 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 one that vaguely reminds me of phil fish um in attitude not in aesthetics
1: so he's like three phil fishes
0: (laughs) yeah um he he literally the first the only thing i really remember about him from indie game the movie is that scene where he kind of rolls over onto his beanbag chair and he's looking for super meat boy on the xbox dashboard and the other thing I remember about him is saying that he's looking at games like Halo and Skyrim and he's like those games are shit. I I don't like them. And I'm like okay, dude, your opinion is apparently more important than everyone else's just because you also make vaguely well-selling video games. Yeah. Um but you know, uh, and then you, you know, and then I, the guy, the the Bioshock thing that I mentioned, you know, that actually was a real thing. There was a developer from Cappy Games, Capybara, Cappy, whatever. Yeah.
1: He actually he, he Oh yeah, I remember seeing that. When yeah, he you went remember that this barrage of and like, he, and he's just like,
0: "Oh, Bioshock sucks" and yeah. stuff like that. And and everyone's just like, "Well, you're probably some hipster indie douchebag." And he's like, well, "Pleasure to meet you." And I'm like, "Okay, I, I applaud the attitude in that respect because <laughs> I'd probably do the same thing." Um. And then you look at people like Andy Schatz, who did Monaco, mm-hmm. and he—I've seen him in interviews and you know, like explaining his game and stuff like that. And he seems like the coolest guy in the world. I mean, he's friends with Austin Wintry for God's sakes, and Austin oh, yeah. Wintry is one of the coolest people. Oh in the world. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they uh, both are real like down to earth guys. Andy Andy Schatz is the kind of person that once a week he'll go play frisbee golf with you know, just whoever wants to hang out with him and stuff like that. And he'll just, like, talk games and like, Monaco or just fucking whatever. He did a a whole long interview on Polygon with a guy from Polygon, and they were just playing Frisbee golf. I thought that was the coolest thing in the world because he's just like, yeah, let's hang out. We'll Well, we'll talk. You'll record it, and Mm -hmm. you'll write it, and I'll read it later, and, you know, and I'll beat you at Frolf, you know. And I thought that was the coolest thing in the world. But you don't see a lot of that in the indie scene. And I can't tell if it's just... The kind of people who make indie games.
1: I think it's the culture,
0: or if it's just like if you know, kind of like what you and I were saying a mm. little bit a little bit ago. If it's just kind of that hatred of just not being successful and and being and jealousy and stuff like that. I can't tell. Like,
1: I, 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 actually, I, it's both. Both. It's both because like a lot of these guys are those artsy fartsy hipster kids, right? Yeah, and they're all in their own little eccentric little world, right? Yeah, and. They hate everything that they didn't do, which is everything that's successful. So it kind of full circles around twice to them. Yeah. You know, and I think it's just like it's 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 what that world breeds. Mm. You know, out of eight guys, you're going to get the ones who are like, I'm going to change the world of video games because I'm so and so. And my game's the greatest thing in the world because I made it and you suck because that's just my outlook on life. And I liked this game before you did because I made it and it's going to, you know. And, and now that you like it, it sucks, and that, that that whole mentality. Yeah. And then they're like, well, you only sold five copies, <laughs> but Skyrim sold 50 million. they're like, well, they suck even more because I, you know, and it just goes around and circles around and circles, and these people, it, it, like I I know I've met and I've talked with hipsters and all this stuff, and it's just, it's, <laughs> it's that crowd. They are like I, this most <laughs> self... I like that sentence, by the oh. way. I've talked with hipsters; like they're like they're experts in yeah. you know hipster
0: culture and stuff
1: like. Well, that. they are. They, they they are. They're they're <laughs> self. The the hipster like. Your mentality. Stere- yeah, your stereotypical hipster mentality is so self righteous and like, it's just sickening. They know it all. What they like is perfect. What you like is not because that's what not what they like.
0: Yeah. No. That that makes sense. They're like so
1: closed minded They make the freaking civil rights movement look like a. Freaking gay parade (laughs) it's it's sick it is really sick i know some cool hipsters but then i you know and that comes down like personal i love i
0: love love how we're talking about hipsters as if it's like you know we're talking about black people in the 50s (laughs) they are they are i know some hipsters they're pretty cool i mean sure they drink a lot of pbr but
1: i'm not you know well this week But, I mean, you know, and it comes down to person-to-person and stuff like that, but, like, as a general thing, like, Blow and Fish and, and a lot of these guys who are out there being dicks in the public and all that, that's them. Yeah. You're not going to change that because they have their right to do it, and that's the indie scene, and, you know, it's, like, I don't know, it. it it's really, it's, like, punk, but shitty. <laughs> <laughs> Like the punk movement, where they're like, "Yes, I, uh, we want to be free." I, I, I
0: could make a joke here, but I'm going to uh, refrain for our more open-minded listeners. Um, I I won't. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll see some of these uh, these big indie developers and stuff like that, like Fish and Blow and you know Trout and whatever. Yeah. Um, I I think they should sea be. Bass. <laughs> I think they should be, at least be happy that they're being talked about. You know, because look at. One of the biggest reasons I don't play nearly any indie games whatsoever is because there's so many of them. Like that's one of the reasons I can never get into mobile gaming either, because there's just so mm-hmm. much stuff out there, and just looking it's to hard find... to zone in this. Yeah, looking looking to find like the one or two good things. Like I can look at a I can look at the video game shelves at your local retailer and just like that looks good. Okay, I'll I'll uh, you know I'll research that and I'll try it out. But if I try to do that with like the app store on an iPhone or something mm-hmm.
1: like that, it's just like, holy crap! This is a lot of stuff. Yeah, you like you know you, you like to type in like Tiger game and it's like, oh good, there's one of fourteen thousand app- <laughs> apps that fit your search. It it's it's insane, and uh, the fact I just think- getting slapped in the face with a ton of shit to sift through and and
0: i think i think this is kind of you know backwards i mean the really small indie developers like if you and i seriously made a Mm -hmm. game we'd be happy if we sold 50 copies of a game yeah like we'd be through the roof. Mm -hmm. It's like oh my god 50 people played our game yeah whereas you know you you see these people that are selling millions of copies of their game okay maybe not millions that's probably a little bit of an exaggeration but a lot of 10 or more yeah A lot of copies of their games, enough to get, you know, mainstream media coverage and, you know, stuff like that. And, you know, Minecraft is technically an indie game. Yeah. I mean, granted, Notch is not a pretentious hipster douchebag whatsoever. No, he's a little off, though. He's more than a little off. I mean, I've read his tweets. He's he's, he's eccentric. Well, he's Swedish, so. Oh, well. (laughs) Um. But you see, like, these angry indie developers that are actually, you know, somewhere between, you know, the small indie developers and the big boys. And you think it's just like, you should be thankful you're where you're at. Because there are these people that are making indie games, and they're great games, but no one's played them.
1: Yeah. But that also turns into, again, the person and that self-righteous attitude that they know more than you. They made a game, so you should love it. I, 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 I really. That's the vibe I get off of, like, fish and blow and stuff like that, big time. Is the fact that, like, well, I know how to program a game and you don't. So you well, owe what me. What did you do today? Yeah. So you owe me. I, I really want to make a half ass game just so
0: that I can Dude, just shove be it. It's just, amazing. Just so I can shove it in Blowfish's
1: face. That'd be amazing. We can make a half ass Blowfish game. <laughs> and it's literally just <laughs> half of a Blowfish's ass is your character. <laughs> and it hops we'll, around. We'll, we'll,
0: char- we'll charge a nickel for it seven cents and after tax <laughs> wait a minute that's like 20 percent tax that's all yeah. that's an awful lot um paypal only PayPal. <laughs> i don't know man paypal will take a penny out of those for fees and stuff like that so. uh, i'm willing to deal <laughs> so I, I i don't know i I mean, you know me. I'm that yeah. optimist that just kind of wishes everyone in the video game industry would get along, and and never gonna happen. Oh, of course it'll never happen <laughs> because there's so many culture clashes yeah. and fanboyism and and egos and
1: fish what? blow fish. I almost said fish blow. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. So fish is on top this time. <laughs> yeah. What? But I think what the problem with this this specific scenario that we're talking about is we're taking like these these two to three. High top people, and we're making the face of an entire section of gaming. That's,
0: that's true. I'll agree with that. There,
1: there really is. You know, uh, um, there's more people than blow and fish, and and, and they're and, just they're just like the celebrity yeah, indie developers because because you know? they're dicks. Yeah, there's a lot of people like that, but I think we're putting them as a face, and they don't need to be the face. Well, again, we, I don't, I don't know how
0: often you play indie games. I don't think you really do a whole lot. Nope. Um, Sorry,
1: they don't have achievements. It's not worth my time. <laughs> um, We've covered this. I, I pay know, you. I you give me an achievement. It's a small price. <laughs> it's a give and take here. Although, I am going to get Escape Goat, too, because I really like Escape Goat 1. Yeah. I'm a sucker. <laughs> That's cool. I play Death Goat. It's whatever. If it's got Goat the title, I'll, I'll play it. <laughs>
0: You hear that, developers! If if you guys put out games with "goat" in it, it could be like "goat death kill spree," fucking fuck three. And I'd he'll buy, buy that it. anyways, <laughs> <laughs> just because it had fucking
1: fuck. Well, the-, I, the escape goat game—I just I fell across it. You know me; I'm like, oh, goat! It's hilarious. Whatever you know, and you're actually a little goat. Your little eight-bit goat, and you have to get to these puzzles, and it's like old school. And I was like, "All right, this is really actually a good game." And now they're making a sequel. And I'm like, "All right, the first one was good. You suckered <laughs> me in." <laughs>
0: Interesting. Um, so, since neither Goat nor I could uh, really speak for the indie game um, so we could, scene, we could have very Phil well?
1: Fish just type in, please.
0: Oh man, if Phil Fish, I'm going to title this episode as like Fez 3 or Phil Fish or something just so he'll see it, just so that he'll write in and be pissed off at us.
1: Oh, we should name it a memo to Phil Fish. Yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. So uh... Then it'll pop up in a search engine when he's looking for bad press. which seems to be all that he does like seriously I
0: swear this man
1: and I will probably have hate mail by tomorrow if he finds this podcast
0: (laughs) Jonathan Blow did this too he when Braid came out he Google searched his name found all the criticism that people talked about Braid Mm -hmm. and responded to it everyone he had like a Google thing set up so that every time his name popped up he's just like what are they saying about me I think Phil Fish is doing the same thing he's finding all the negative press and not focusing on all the people that are defending him and actually enjoying Fez and stuff like that
1: so i look so, forward to after this podcast come about uh, a very angry set of tweets on my feed you <laughs> know what
0: and and on the off chance that phil fish ever listens to this podcast fish i will personally invite you to uh interview with us and you and i will have a discussion uh semi live on air and uh we'll see how it goes and I'm, I'm challenging you and if you i'll just assume that if you don't answer back that you're a little pussy and you uh we win, yeah, and we win. So there. So uh, balls in your court, Mister Fish. You know, Fish isn't actually his last name. No. His last name's like Poisson or something. Something Canadian, like something Bacon, Bacon or something. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I, I Why? almost, I almost wish his last name was Bacon instead <laughs> of Fish. Phil Bacon. <laughs> That would lead to so much better jokes.
1: And then and then, you, and you look back and you find out that he was actually the spokesperson for, like, a pork company in Canada on, like, <laughs> Channel 3. Oh, That's wow. how I paid for my college. I don't know why he's Southern. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> he should be. He's as ignorant as a Southerner. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um. So, yeah, I feel better. I know some cool Southerners, too, so... <laughs> I've got family that are Southerners. No, people that are related. Hey, they're to me. nice people. I have people that are related to me that are from the South. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, I, I I see what you did there. Um, I feel better after that whole big rant. Yeah, yeah. Know. Um, but as I was saying, if any of you know the uh, indie game scene better than we do, feel free to write us in. Write us in. Write into us rather. No, don't um, write into
1: us either. That hurts. <laughs>
0: Um, let us know. Let us know. Uh... Digitally
1: send us text. <laughs> yes, do that.
0: <laughs> let us know what you think. Um, you know, feel Even if free. If you're not indie scene, uh, I want to
1: hear people's weigh way, way in on this. I want to hear our viewers' view. I mean, give us. You know, like Brian. I want chapter seven or eight or whatever chapter we're <laughs> <four> on. <laughs>
0: he's calling you up, Brian. He's calling you up, yeah, Taylor. Um, we
1: haven't heard from you in a while. This is a good well, topic. He's, he's,
0: in, he's in Texas. They they, they have, have internet in Texas. Do they? Yes. I don't think they do.
1: Yeah, uh, whatever. <laughs> He can afford to make internet. Uh, (laughs) Taylor, you're being challenged to create internet. You just take two sticks and rub them together. (laughs) I I think that's internet. I don't think that's how the internet works. Damn it, Boy Scouts lied to me. (laughs) Oh, man, you and the
0: Boy Scouts is an amazing image. Um, So anyway, uh, so this is the part where I awkwardly admit that we don't have a mail pack this week. And when he Um, says we, he means him. Yeah, Um, see, here's the thing. Uh, Originally, we were going, you know, we're recording this on a Saturday. Um, We usually record on a Sunday, and then it goes up on Monday. Um, But the whole recording on Saturday thing was kind of a last-minute deal. Um, And Someone has prior engagements on Sunday. (laughs) Hey, I want to crush that rival Best Buy store into the dust, okay? Wouldn't you, if your company had other places? I don't we do. My, I don't, we oh. have two
1: locations, twenty minutes apart. Well, would you want <laughs>
0: to crush them into the dust with laser tag? No, no. Okay, only that me would not. mean I
1: had to see my coworkers outside of work, and I'm not getting paid to see them. That's yeah. kind of disappointing.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I'm 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 getting I'm I'm getting free bowling and laser tag. Yeah wouldn't Wouldn't you show up to that?
1: No, because then I still have to see my coworkers off hours. Oh, oh. you're,
0: you're not a fan of your coworkers. <laughs> right? I'm not a fan of
1: people. <laughs> yeah,
0: I've, I've gathered that. Okay, so we we don't have a new, we don't have a mailbag for you this week because I couldn't come up with a question. And admittedly, uh, we even changed up our feature like two hours before showtime. Um, and it's been a crazy hell week. Anyways. And it has been a pretty crazy week. What with uh, actually
1: speaking of busy goat, you've got a bunch of shows coming up. Oh, I got shows coming up. Yeah, like, all over the place. Uh. Basically, if you want to see 29 needles in the month of August, you are in luck. You've got uh three weekends to do it. <sighs> We've got uh the 9th, which is in Cortland, $5 21 and over free, 21 and under uh
0: under 21 cuz then the way you described it is like 21 yeah. both has to pay and is free.
1: Yeah, that works because you <laughs> paid $5 and they're not going to charge you again. Yeah, okay, whatever. Uh let's see. That's in Cortland. Let's see. Then the 17th and I'm showing up oh, to yeah, that one. yeah, that's right. There's some small thing with Viking Jesus showing up. Appar- apparently, <laughs> I'm
0: being asked to show up with guitars. And yes, jam, he's doing a special guest a appearance
1: bit. and actually debuting a new song with us. Yeah. So if you want to see both of us sounds. in the same place at the same time for at least, I think it's four minutes and 12 it, it's, seconds. It's about four minutes long. <laughs> uh, that would be the place to be. Yeah. Uh, if not, you can come see just Niels. <laughs> At uh, Where the hell are we at? Another hole in the wall in Sturger, <laughs> Illinois, which is down by Joliet. Um, Playing with a couple local bands. I have no other details. I don't remember any of their names. Well, one of them was one of my old bands, Fatal Havoc, Orion uh, 9, and Dead Light Redemption, I think, the headliner. I haven't heard of any of those, but that's yeah. because I'm um, horrible with the music scene. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then, if you missed that one, you can sachet out to Rockford, Illinois. <laughs> August 30th and see us open for Bubble Flex, the National Act at Bar 3 yet again. We love that venue for some reason. And yeah, it's, it's
0: it's it's like you guys have a history or something or <laughs> uh, you know stuff like that. So okay, so those are those. Um and stuff like that. And I, I have uh, by the way, um uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh on Tuesday July 30th Tuesday's the 30th, right? I think so. Whatever no, the, whatever no, Wednesday Wednesday, no, because I'm thinking Tuesday. Tuesday, twenty seventh, twenty. Yeah, it's the thirtieth.
1: Right. Um, there's thirty one days in July.
0: 30, that's to... No, no, no. There, yeah, there's thirty one in July. Okay. Um. So Tuesday, July thirtieth. Um. If I'm getting the date wrong, then it's just the last Tuesday in July. <laughs> um. But uh, Austin Wintry is going to be streaming some of his um, uh, some of his scoring session for his new game, The Banner Saga. Um. Uh, He's streaming it on Twitch, starting at 4.30 Central. Um, We'll be joining them in the last half hour of the scoring session, and then Austin and the developers and stuff like that will be sitting down at the computer um, answering questions and stuff like that. Um, Of course, I'm a sucker for these things since, you know, my music career was kind of born on Twitch TV. Um, So I'll be in the chat room there. Um, I'll be uh, sending Austin ridiculous questions such as, if your music was a sandwich, what would be the mustard? Or why doesn't your music have enough sweep arpeggios in it? He he didn't answer that at the VGL. Show, he he
1: tends kind of... to skip your questions here or there because he has no. Well, no, no see, quick he'll answer. he'll
0: he'll answer them on Twitter, uh, mm-hmm. but he won't answer them like live. Like yeah. I I asked him that question on Twitter, and he 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 just put lol. Yeah. So no, he 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 knows my sense of humor, and I know his. So uh, you know.
1: Um, so if you want some uh, some Austin and VJ banter, I, I, tune in. I, it's I, fine. I
0: won't doubt that mm-hmm. I'm going to going to tease him like crazy we always do of course of course um so uh so that's uh that that, that's everything um right that's everything i think so yeah
1: i think so we should probably plug uh matches Elfring again i think we're i think we're close to 10
0: uh uh matches Elfring, matt Elfring uh versus the net podcast uh comic vine uh what else else did he do (laughs)
1: Uh, he's a hell of a gardener, host- according to his Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Is he? Yeah, he's got this uh, mutant plant he's been growing. A mutant plant? Yeah, even. it's some like hostile or something, Host. or I don't know. It's some green plant, <laughs> huh? He's been throwing it down our throats for like the last two months. Gross. He's a biker. He 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 mount or uh, he rides the old bicycle. Yeah. Yeah. So.
0: Okay. Well, uh, I'm pretty sure we've reached ten times by now. <laughs> if we haven't, then you know I'm sure. Uh, Mr. Elfring. Will oh, he'll chime in. I'm chime in. Anyway, uh, this episode. Oh, wait, I didn't uh, say the the Facebooks and stuff. Um, so if you like what you hear, uh, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash Gamerhead Radio. Follow us on Twitter at Gamerhead Radio. I swear, I will never argue with you if you uh, call us anything. Um, I may, or may and I don't not have canceled. control of it, so you're good. Yeah. <laughs> Um, of course, any email whatsoever can be sent to us, uh, editors at gamerheadradio.com. This episode of Gamerhead Radio is brought to you by Mario Brothers Plumbing Service. We don't actually plumb, if that's the correct verb for that kind of thing. This has been Gamerhead Radio. <laughs>